Hello friends! Welcome back to another episode of Cute Kind Of. If it is your first time here, hello, hi. My name is Layla and welcome to my beauty and lifestyle podcast. It has been a while since I've said that, so I thought I would bring it back. But today's episode is going to be a current favorite. It's going to be replacing my June, July, and probably August favorites. And then we'll start back up with like September 2022 favorites. This is mainly beauty and then one random non-beauty favorite, but it's okay. So I don't know if you can notice, but I'm kind of like tired. <laughs> I feel like tired, even though I just had a cup of chai. So... I don't know, hopefully I'll liven up in the next like two minutes or something. But today's episode was supposed to be a get ready with me. I haven't done those in a while. Like I haven't, actually I feel like I've done one within the last 10 episodes, but I want to do another one. The next one is going to be super fun, but I'm not going to say what it is because as you know, I have a lot of difficulty keeping my word with this podcast. So yeah. Another update, so as you know, I post a lot of like makeup reels, me just doing my makeup on reels. You're probably familiar with the concept. Officially added a product links page on my landing page or the link of my bio. So if you just go into the link of my bio, the very bottom option is like Instagram reel slash TikTok product list click on it you'll see like the thumbnail photos of all my makeup looks and then you click the one you're looking for and then it will have all the products listed and linked for you um most of them are affiliate links which means i receive some sort of commission if you purchase from the link but i don't know if you if you click on it as well i don't know shop style is weird but yeah so that's fun so yeah definitely check it out i uploaded a look today but i mean it didn't flop but like I uploaded one today, it's a graduation makeup. The one I did before was a really interesting makeup look, but it did really well. So thank you to whoever who watched it because I got really nice feedback on it. Next, what did I have to say? Actually, I don't have anything else to say. We can jump into life updates. Yes, everyone, I finally have a life update for you guys. <laughs> um, but basically I went to a new dentist yesterday and for some time I've been trying to find like a TMJ or TMD dentist. I don't know how to pronounce the actual long form medical name of TMJ or TMD. Um, but basically it's when you just have like jaw pain or like a dislocated jaw joint. Starting early last year, I started getting like really intense like neck pain that would come and go. And then starting like this year or late last year, I started getting really bad shoulder pain and I wrote the shoulder pain off as just because I was sleeping on my side because I'm a side sleeper. But after further investigation, it might be because I have TMJ. So I was like, okay, let me go get this checked out. So I went yesterday, the doctor, the dentists were really nice and they kind of walked me through the entire process. And it looks like I will be getting braces again. Yes, everyone. <laughs> I honestly hated having braces so badly the first time. I think my orthodontist was honestly terrible. My friend, she also went to him and he did a terrible job on her teeth. Like we talk about it every so often just to talk about how much we hated it. But basically like she got Invisalign, right? And he took them off her and then she went to her dentist and her dentist was like, girl, go back, <laughs> go back to your orthodontist and ask him for braces because he did a very bad job. So then she did that and he was like, okay. And then he put braces back on her. I had braces for four years and I want to make a note that my teeth were really bad. Not really bad, that's subjective, but my teeth had a lot of like, were like really misaligned. I think that's the word, crooked, crowding, 
what have you. So, like, did the braces that I had for four years help? Oh, yeah, my teeth look way better than they looked when I was, like, in eighth grade. But there definitely weren't at a place that I liked it. So, on top of getting the TMJ treatment, I'm also getting braces to help even out my smile. Um, I'm very excited because my smile... First of all, the TMJ is very painful. Like, it's very painful. Like, my shoulder pain is really bad. I'm also excited to get my jaw push forward because that means I can breathe way better. It also means I'll probably sleep better. I just feel like my quality of life is going to increase, so I'm very excited about it. It's divided up into two phases, so they put a little, like, appliance in your mouth that's going to shift your jaw, and then you, along the process, they'll start adding braces, and then they'll just take the, what is it, the appliance out, and then you'll just have braces, and then they'll go from there. I don't know all the details because um, I have my consultation coming, which is when he's going to look at everything and then tell me what he thinks. And that's what he's going to tell me, like, after looking at all my x-rays and stuff, what my best treatment plan is. But, yeah, so it looks like I'm getting braces again. But, um, the dentist assistant who was helping me, she showed me the appliance, and I was looking at it, I was like, really? Because I thought that it was going to be this insane contraption, but it's literally just, like, literally looks like bottom retainers. Like, it doesn't, it's, like, non-detectable. So, yeah, I'm really excited for it. But, yeah. I don't know, I'm very excited about it. Now talking about it out loud, so that's what's happening. I will let you know the entire process of it because, you know, I was looking at, so when I was looking up TMJ doctors or what have you, dentists, I was like really shocked because it said that, first of all, TMJ treatment and TMD treatment isn't covered by insurance, which I think is ridiculous. But then it also said that TMJ and TMD is very common in women. 80 to 90% of people who have TMJ are women. And I was like, huh, that's very interesting. Yeah, and on top of that, it's not covered by insurance. So I wonder if that plays a role. Hmm, interesting. So yeah, but I'll keep you guys posted. I think this is exciting. Something cool is happening in my life. So, oh, sorry, I just hit my eye palette against my desk. But yeah, so that's my fun update for you guys. All right, so jumping into today's episode, like I said, it is going to be a current favorite and we're literally just going to jump in. So the first product I have in the skincare category is the Verse Doctor's Visit Instant Resurfacing Mask. It retails for $18 and you can buy it from Target. I think Verse is a Target exclusive brand. It comes with 1.7 fluid ounces or 50 ml. And what does the package say? The package says it's a weekly radiance boosting mask that resurfaces skin with exfoliating acids, lactic, glycolic, and salicylic, and fruit enzymes, which are pineapple and papaya. A note on that is some people are allergic to pineapple and papaya on the skin, so just keep note. Basically, you cover clean, dry skin with a thin, even layer, rinse with cool water after two to three minutes. You want to put it on the entire face, avoiding the eye area, of course, and you want to use it once a week, ideally at night. For more technical details, it has 4% lactic, glycolic, and salicylic acid. The HAs, BHAs, and enzymes tackles hyperpigmentation. And it says you want to use it once a week. You want to avoid applying other acid-based products 24 hours before and after application. So this mask, you might have heard of it because it went absolutely viral on TikTok by a user named Aisha Noor, which is at underscore A-I-S-H-A-N-U-U-U-R. First of all, impeccable glistening skin. Like, it, this is, like, some of the most beautiful, like, glass, pristine skin I've seen ever, honestly. 
I've been asked about glass skin before. I think when it comes to glass skin, in order to achieve that level of glassiness like Aisha has or like other people get, I think honestly, it's going to come down to your genetic skin texture. Like if you're someone who already has like very nice refined skin, barely any pores, I think it's going to, your skin is going to get a glassier effect. Um, my skin, because I, obviously I don't have the best skin, but with that being said, I also have like a lot of like facial hair and stuff. So because of that, I think that plays a part in the lack of dewiness or glassiness. But I can talk about that later. But yeah, that's just my small tidbit on glass skin. But where, where, where was I? Oh, okay. So the product itself is, it's in a nice plastic jar. It's made of 50% post-consumer recycled plastic. It's really interesting. It's like this like yellow gel formula. It looks like jello basically, or like jam. Smell wise, it doesn't have like a really distinct scent. It does, if you get really close to the product and you smell it, it doesn't have the best scent, but I like, it's not like something I would be like, don't buy this product because it smells bad. No, honestly, scents don't really bother me that much with product unless it's like freaking Nair or something. And I still use it. Like I still use Nair. But I love this mask. Like I said earlier, the level of glassiness that you see online from some people gonna be determined by how good your skin is in general, especially genetic in my opinion. But like I said, I don't have the most genetically great skin. My mom definitely has a more like softer skin texture and so does my dad. And because of that, I don't think I'm gonna like really achieve that level of glassiness. However, I do see improvement with my skin when I do use this once a week. There's definitely a glow and there's definitely some clarity added to my skin. What I consider clarity is just overall improvement of skin texture. Like when I look in this mirror, I'm like, oh yeah, my skin does look better. And that involves like, you know, maybe shrinking uh, my hyperpigmentation from the edges, you know, like if there's rough patches of skin or discoloration, you know, kind of evening that out a little. Um, for my pores, it would be like making them appear smaller. Oh my God, my dentist that I went to, he's like, probably in his 50s, 60s, I think 50s. Impeccable skin. Like his skin is so nice. Like I was like looking at him as like, your skin is like literally poreless. How? Anyways, that's a random digression. So like I said, add some glow, add some clarity. Are you gonna get like that super intense glassy skin look? I don't think so. Especially if you're not already on a regimen where like you're trying to achieve that. But I do think it's, it gives you really nice results, especially initially. I felt like I saw some changes in my, positive changes in my skin the first time I used it. I also like how you only have to leave it on for two to three minutes. It's a very powerful mask if you read the ingredients and see like what's going on with all the AHAs, BHAs, enzymes, and acids in it. So it makes sense why you're only leaving it on for two to three minutes. But I love that. I'm not a huge skincare person specifically for masks. So having a mask that's like less than five minutes is wonderful. And I really like that. So if you're someone who hates leaving masks on, I know I am. I actually really enjoy this. Definitely. it Like I said earlier, it is a very powerful mask. So if you have sensitive skin or if you're worried about it hurting your skin, definitely do a patch test and follow the directions. Do not leave it on longer than it says to. Um, who would I recommend this for? I would recommend this to anyone who A, wants an easy mask that's like literally just two to three minutes. So how easier can you get than that? B, 
if someone is really like busy and can't doesn't have the time or doesn't want to use their time with a face mask and also i would actually gift this to people i know who just don't have time for skincare or like don't want to be bothered with using like so many products or spending too much time on their skincare um i actually told my sister to buy this mask for her friend who became a new mom because I'm like, when you're a new mom or if you go through a life change for whatever reason, you don't have a lot of time to spend on yourself. You know what I mean? So the time you do have to spend, you have to really relish it. And I was like, this is such a good mask for like new moms. Because like, you know, A, it's less than five minutes. B, you know, like I said, I saw results the first time I used it, which is really, really nice. So yeah, would I recommend? Yes, I would actually gift this too with for my friends as well. All right, the next skincare product. This is the Trader Joe's Daily Facial Sunscreen SPF 40. It retails for $9. You can buy it for Trader Joe's. It's 1.7 fluid ounces, and it is considered a dupe to the Super Goop sunscreen. Um, it's called the Unseen Sunscreen, I believe. I have that too, but I don't know where it went. I think my sister took it. But this sunscreen, let me read you the description first. Translucent, oil-free Trader Joe's Daily Facial sunscreen is specifically formulated for quick absorption, leaving behind a soft, silky matte finish, no greasy residue, or a whitish cast in sight. It offers oxybenzone-free, broad-spectrum SPF 40 protection, making it ideal for daily use, either on its own or as a marvelous matte primer under makeup. Oh, and did we mention it's fragrance-free? It is. Told you this stuff was stellar. That was from the website. I did not make that up. Um, the active ingredients are ovobenzone 3%, homocellate 12%, octisalate 5%, and octocrylene 6%. I don't know what any of that means, but if you do, there you go. Um, so like I said earlier, this is a dupe to the Supergroup Unseen Sunscreen. I think that retails for about between like 30, like around $30, I can't remember. The directions are, you apply a dime-sized amount evenly to your face and neck, can be applied under makeup or and as needed for sun protection throughout the day. Um, like I said earlier, this is a dupe for the Unseen Sunscreen by Supergoop, which is another good sunscreen. I just don't know where my bottle went. Will I find it at some point? Who knows? Um, but I really like this sunscreen. Like, I don't believe in dupes at all. But with this one, they're pretty close, I would say. Like I said, I don't know where my original one went. So, my bad. I'm so sorry, everyone. I wish I knew where it went. Um, but basically, it has kind of like a translucent, invisible gel formula. And it kind of resembles like a matte blurring makeup primer. So if you've used the Marc Jacobs Coconut Blur Primer, it's kind of like that. The blur primer, however, I think is a little bit more smoother than the sunscreen. And I actually think the Supergoop Unseen Sunscreen is a little bit more smoother than this one. But I still think they're pretty similar, especially in wear. This is like a silicone-based primer and I know it's said it's good for matte makeup. With that being said, I have tested it underneath makeup, but I'm very anal about my primers and stuff, so I still go in with a mattifying makeup primer and what have you. And because it's silicone, you have to be careful. You know, sometimes silicone doesn't sit well underneath certain foundations. Um, I'm just letting you know that if you use this as your makeup primer, I'm pretty sure this is silicone based. Actually, I'm gonna look it up. Okay, so I just looked it up and it has dimethicone in it, which is like a silicone. So yeah, 
Just keep that in mind. Overall, do I like it? Yes, if you live by your Trader Joe's, definitely check this out. It's colorless, it's scentless, and I love that it's affordable. I'm definitely gonna be repurchasing this. Okay, so the next two products are from the same brand. This is from Being Frenchy. This is Ashley Tisdale's wellness brand, sold exclusively at Target, I believe. I have two of the products with me right now. My shopping editor bought them for me, so thank you, because I would never have purchased these, or it would have taken me longer to purchase them. But basically, I have one of the Renewing Body Washes and one of the Milky Body Lotion. So, like I said earlier, this is Ashley Tisdale's wellness brand. Honestly, after reading about it, she didn't do a bad job creating it. With that being said, if you don't know who Ashley Tisdale is, she's an actress mainly, singer extraordinaire, if you will. She was well known for being in High School Musical. She was on The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. Um, she was also the voice of Candace on Phineas and Ferb, all that stuff. Um, and she's been developing this brand for the past two years. Um, so the very first thing I want to talk about is, I kind of don't know where to start with this, so I'll just start talking about the product. But the very first product is the Renewing Body Wash. I have it in the Lavender Cloud scent. It is 14 fluid ounces or 414 ml. It retails for $11 at Target. So I'm going to read the description for you guys. No time for a bath? Turn your daily shower into a self-love experience. Oh, sorry, my voice is like being really weird. <laughs> Turn your daily shower into a self-love experience. Infused with niacinamide, oat extract, and pro-vitamin B5, we love how it foams and helps our skin feel soft and smell amazing. Directions, gently massage into a lather, take a moment for yourself, and breathe in the scent. Rinse well. Now... I guess I'll just talk about product because I need to touch on the mood science technology thing in a second. So I'll talk about both of the products and then I'll go into the mood science thing. First of all, I actually really enjoy the scents, but basically packaging is beautiful. It has like that minimalist aesthetic to it. And so if you're looking for products that look pretty in your bathroom, I totally understand. These do that. I think they're packaged beautifully. Another thing is for both of these products, there wasn't a lot of negative reviews on them because these products are, like the brand is pretty new. So I have to wait like a month or two to see some more. Foaming wise, beautiful. It's like a clear gel that turns into a lather and it lathers very well, honestly. It's like a nice even lather in my opinion. It's really nice. I like the smell. I honestly would repurchase this, but a thing I love about this product specifically is that it has um, niacinamide in it. If you remember like a few months ago or like late last year, I would say, I bought the Necessaire body wash and I just love the idea how it had niacinamide in it because sometimes I feel like for me personally, I neglect my body skincare. Like obviously a shower and everything. You know, like I still get acne on my back and what have you. And sometimes I'm neglectful towards that and I focus primarily on my face. But like in the past year, I've just been like a lot more cognizant of that. So I like the idea of having like ingredients like niacinamide, salicylic acid in my body products so I can exfoliate my skin and like give the same care to my like body as I do my face. The scent is amazing. Um, going straight into their Milky Body Lotion. This is in the scent cashmere vanilla is infused with coconut oil and agave extract this is a lightweight milky serum to help give our body skincare worthy hydration without feeling heavy infused with coconut oil and agave extract to leave skin feeling super soft and nourished massage all over the body lingering on areas that need a little extra love i'm struggling because my notion is not cooperating 
This retails for $15 at Target. It's eight fluid ounces or 235 mLs. I already told you about the brand. So I really like this. I've used other like quote unquote milky body lotions before. And to me, that means a lot more lightweight slash runny, which I actually really enjoy that texture because it's a lot easier to like smooth onto the skin and it's a lot faster to apply. It's definitely more on the lightweight gel formula side, so it comes out more like a gel. But I still really like it. It's very refreshing for summer, and it dries pretty quick because of that. It comes in a squeeze bottle. Um, like I said, it's pretty new, so not a lot of like negative reviews yet. I would definitely repurchase this because I like how lightweight it is. It also spreads really easily and dries quickly, so I really like that. Yeah, so that's that. Now going backwards, so I first learned about this brand from Los Angeles. If I have fellow Glamgelinas listening, hey. Oh my God, if Kirby or Sarah is listening to this, oh my God, hey, I love your podcast. But anyways, I heard about it on there because they're beauty journalists and so they get a lot of the press releases for the stuff. And they started talking about the mood scent technology, or sorry, mood science scent technology. And I was really curious about that. So I was trying to like learn more about it when I talk about the products to you guys. And I couldn't really find anything, even on the Freshy website, it just says mood science scent technology is our proven technology used to create our mood boosting scents crafted by perfumers, powered by science, designed to enhance your well-being and boost your mood. And granted, the scents are amazing. Like the scents are really good and I'll touch on those in a second. But like, I was trying to look it up more online just to see what exactly it means because like, I mean, granted, it makes sense that it's just talking about how scent can affect your mood, which is totally true with candles and everything. But I just wanted to see what else they would say about it. So I ended up just like going on this website. It's called the industry.beauty.com or just the industry.beauty. And this is a press release from an Estee Lauder fragrance, which kind of, in my opinion, has the same quote unquote technology as this where it basically said independent neural sensorial testing of each of the scents in the new luxury collection has also demonstrated their ability to evoke specific emotions in the wearer, which makes sense. I don't know. I feel like I just wanted to know more information about this, like how they tested it. Like I would love to know like more about it, honestly, but there wasn't a lot of information. Are the scents good? Amazing. So touching on body wash is I have the lavender cloud scent and it says it smells like fresh lavender, milky sandalwood, sweet cardamom, fragrance infused with calming essential oils and upcycles Aki Gala wood. Don't know what that is, but sounds good. And then for the milky body lotion, it's in the color, color, sorry. It's in the scent cashmere vanilla. It smells like cozy vanilla, toasted jasmine rice, sandalwood, fragrance infused with soothing essential oils, upcycled vanilla. Um, honestly, this reminds me of like, this is like a scent from Bath and Body Works. Like I'm pretty sure it's called a cashmere vanilla as well. I can be totally wrong. It reminds me of that scent, but it definitely has a strong vanilla scent to it. Um, but in general, I really like these. If you are someone who wants to have like a luxurious bath or shower experience without the luxury price, I would definitely look into these. I thought these were really good. I love the idea how this has niacinamide and I just love the scent. Um, I layer both of these scents on top of each other, which sounds awful, but honestly, it smells very good. Like I think they layer really nice. The Milky Body Lotion scent lingers a lot longer than the body shower scent, which I think is a given, honestly. But in general, yeah. I really like these, so definitely check them out. So this is the only makeup product, and I think this is the last beauty product, honestly. This is the Charlotte Tilbury Instant Eye Palette in Pillow Talk. 
It retails for $75. You can buy it from Nordstrom. Um, its tones are pink and brown, pretty much. And it comes with 12 shades, and each of the shades are about 0.02 ounces each. What is it? It is a limited edition 12 shade eyeshadow palette filled with dreamy champagne and soft pink hues to help you create four pillow talk looks. Yeah, that's basically what it is. So if you don't know this, I've been attached to the, the hip of my Dose of Colors X Katie X Desi Perkins Frenication palette for years, like literally years. When I'm going on vacation, when I'm going somewhere, when I like have no time to decide on makeup look, I just grab that palette because it has basically everything I need plus more. But it's hard to like recommend that product because it's just like, it's discontinued. So like not a lot of people can get it, but I really like this palette. <laughs> I, I'm so sorry, it's $75, but I really enjoy it. I haven't used the Dream Shades yet. I wanna do like a makeup look using them and I wanna use them for the first time then. But I really like its selection of matte colors. It has like the three brown matte shades that the Frankation palette has plus more, which I really, really like. And I like the elevated colors it has too, which I would consider like the shimmery colors. I've used this a couple times in makeup looks on TikTok and what have you. And honestly, I love it. And I wanted to recommend it to you guys. I think formulation of the shadows are beautiful. Like I think A, they apply really well, B, they blend really well, and they're not chalky or resistant to blending at all. And I think they're just gorgeous. Like I really like this palette. It comes in a beautiful sleek gold packaging, which I really, really like. Another thing about it is um, in the picture, they definitely amped up the vibrancy. So the one thing I was disappointed in was the dream section looks a lot more like red than it does pink, which I was a little disappointed in. But then again, I haven't used this section yet. I really like this. I think it's really pretty. I like all the colors and I think this is gonna turn into my go-to palette replacing the Frankation. Am I still gonna use the Frankation palette like a crazy person? Yes. <laughs> but basically, when I looked at other reviews on it, a lot of people were also disappointed that the like the so-called pink looking shades weren't as pink in person. One Sephora review I read had an allergic reaction to like the cranberry color, which is really normal because, not normal, but like a lot of people do have reaction to the like reddish, ingredient or pigment or dye or whatever that's in like red eyeshadows and another thing about red eyeshadows or like eyeshadows that have like a red ingredient they tend to dye your skin sometimes especially around your eyes skin around your eyes gonna look a lot more red um obviously i haven't used that section yet so i can't comment but it's just something to keep in mind. It's with a lot of like eyeshadows that have red in them. Overall, who would like this? My recommendation, if you want a really nice eyeshadow palette that's kind of on the beginner into intermediate level, only because like I consider the pinks that are in this palette that are a little bit like, if you're not used to wearing a lot of makeup, you might be kind of like, oh, I'm not used to that those colors. But other than those, the other like nine shades are very, very wearable and very pretty. They're very pretty, very wearable. Pillow Talk is just a well-loved shade from Charlotte Tilbury. So I feel like this palette just can't go wrong. But yeah, really like this. All right, guys, so I can't finish a favorites episode without talking about a video game. I finally finished, literally over a month ago, <laughs> um, Kingdom Hearts 3 for PlayStation 4. If you're not familiar with Kingdom Hearts, it's like the video game with like the Disney characters plus Sora. Oh my God, so I got to the end of this video game and just cold turkey stopped playing it because I didn't want it to end. And 
honestly, I'm kind of just, I, I shouldn't have done that because, like, I forgot what was happening in the game. And I kind of lo- lost, like, my motion motor control with the controller because, like, when you're constantly playing the same game, you get really good at, like, reaction and, like, playing with the controller. And I kind of lost that in my, like, hiatus period with this game. But overall, really good game. I cried at the end. I thought this was going to be the last installment of the Kingdom Hearts game series, only because people waited so long for this game. But it's not. Like, I think there's another game coming out, which I'm very, um, interested in. I'm very excited about that. Square Enix, like, just doesn't relax, honestly. But it was a lot of fun. I loved all the wor- worlds. I giggled. I laughed. I cried. You know, I'm not gonna, like, spoil anything about this game, but there's some points I was like, what? Oh my god, you know what my brother told me the other day? I did not realize this. I thought they were asking, like, more on ethical questions at the beginning, but, like, if you play this, these games at the beginning, they, when you're starting up the character, um, they give you three options based on your own personal preference, so it's like, I don't know, they're, like, really, like, what's the most, the three most important things to you, right? Choose one. And then you go through these, and I think I was like, my friends are the most important thing to me, not power. And I think that plays a role in how the game works for you, because if you choose power, and then your physical capabilities are going to be higher than your other capabilities. And I was like, wow, I thought they were just asking me moral, ethical questions. Like, I thought this game was trying to go deep. I, I did not realize that. But anyways, yeah, I really like this game. I gave it a 5 out of 5. I, surprisingly, I played it on proud mode, which is, like, the third highest level. There's beginner, normal, and then proud, and then critical. I played on proud. I should have played this, honestly, on critical, um, because, like, I barely had to, like, replay bosses or what have you. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun. If you haven't played the Kingdom Hearts trilogy, if you're looking for a fun video game to play, definitely play this. This was so much fun. Um, I've played almost every single Kingdom Hearts game because I had like 1.5 Remix and 2.5 Remix and each of those had like three games in it. So like, oh my god, so many. So what, six games, so seven games in total and they also have 2.8. Will I play that? Who knows? The ending of this game was like, I was like, huh. Interesting. I'm like actually really excited for the next game too. Anyways, I just keep talking about this game, so we're gonna wrap it up. Oh my god, I forgot to say this game is for PlayStation 4. It's like on sale right now at Amazon for ten dollars. When was it released, honestly? I think it was released in 2020. I swear Enix was like, I know you guys are having a bad time. Here's this game. <laughs> Definitely check it out. Alright, friends, I've been talking nonstop for 40 minutes. If you enjoyed today's episode of Cute Kind Of, please listen to us on the following platforms on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you can listen on your web browser, CastBox, and pretty much any other major podcast streaming service. Follow me on Instagram at Cute Kind Of Podcast. My Pinterest is at Cute Kind Of Podcast as well. You can email me at hellocutekindof at gmail.com. The landing page, because the blog is down right now, is www.cutekindof.onuniverse.com. It's going to be linked in the show notes. Um, If you have a moment, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and also on Spotify. I would really appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah, guys, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Let me know if you've tried any of these products. I'm very curious. Would love to know. Um, With that being said, I love you guys. I can't wait to record and upload next week's episode. I'm very excited. I think I'm going to record it over the weekend. So 
with that being said have a great week love you guys talk to you next week bye